found in Africa. And the Zika virus is found in Africa as well, where it is not a massive problem. However, Aedes aegyptiae moved across the Atlantic, probably in you know ships, and did two things. One, it colonised the whole of the Americas very quickly. Secondly, the virus that it carries also changed and started to cause the terrible effects that we can see in Latin America today. So what that tells you is that a decision you might take in Africa, you can say, okay, let's get rid of the mosquitoes in our village. But that decision, if it goes wrong, that decision could then have planetary consequences. Genetic engineering is massively regulated. You can't do stuff in the lab without you know, going through absolutely tons of paperwork to say exactly what you're doing. Isn't there regulation, isn't there a framework that is globally agreed to prevent this type of research you know, going wrong? No, that's the short answer. Right. Uh, yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. Mm, not ideal, is it? I, again, agree with your assessment, Dr. Fry. Suboptimal. One positive from this, from this very significant issue, is that governments are at least aware of it. The US intelligence community is extremely concerned about this. I kind of veer around on this because I know, because I'm writing a book about the history of genetic engineering, that when the very first genetic engineering techniques were developed in the early 1970s, people were terrified. They were terrified that this was going to get loose, that there would be new diseases, that we would destroy ecosystems. And yet, nothing happened. Now, that might be that, ah, well, that was just because it was so clunky and nobody malicious tried to do this. This is completely different. But I think also we do need to temper our fears. I don't think we should be frightened of this. I do think that governments and national scientific bodies should be taking this very seriously and trying to see if it's possible to have an international regulatory framework to ensure that this technology is used in the best possible way and that all the appropriate risk assessments are done before any decision is taken. You know how I do like to quote films? I do. I don't know whether you've noticed that before. So there's the Jurassic Park one, which comes up quite a lot in our conversations, which Uh, is... Life Finds a Way? Exactly. But there was another one that came up in our conversations between me and Matthew, which was from Spinal Tap, which is there's a very fine line between clever and stupid. (laughs) Should put that on your tombstone, Adam. Anyway, understanding something as big as the influence of hundreds of thousands of insects, that's something that's not very easy. But this is something that we're going to need to get a grip of because Erica McAllister told me that it has been right on our doorstep before and could well be again. We have a resident population that can, if pushed, as it were, be a vector towards malaria. And we had it definitely during World War II especially when a lot of the 